Welcome to The Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to make marketing, money, and mindset your superpowers. Because the world needs more women taking up more space. And together, we can do this through growing our businesses, our platforms, and our communities. I'm your host, Emily Osmond, a business coach and speaker based in Melbourne, Australia. Twice a week, you'll hear honest, insightful conversations with my guests, along with a dose of real talk from me. Come and say hi over on Instagram at Emily Osmond. And now, let's get into the show. Today, I'm joined by Vesna Hursto, who's an experienced naturopath, coach, speaker, and mind-body specialist. She helps high-performing businesswomen who are battling with physical and mental exhaustion to regain control of their mind and their body so there's nothing they can't do. Through her online programs, Peak Revival and Bye Bye Burnout, Vesna has so far helped more than 2,000 women from all around the world. In this episode, we discuss how and why to optimize your body to optimize your business performance. The traps that we, and when I say we, I include myself here, can fall into that zap our energy, creating a recovery plan for ourselves, how to boost our energy, and in turn, how to overcome the overwhelm. So without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Vesna Hursto. Thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. What you have to share with us today is just, it's really vital for us as business owners to understand our bodies more and to understand how to manage our energy. Because if we don't have the energy to continue to run and grow our business, it's just, we can't really get a lot done. We can't achieve the big things we want to do. When I was in the early days of my business, like I just shared with you before we hit record, I was really into what I see as quite a masculine way of doing business, very hustle, very grind, that more masculine energy, I should say, the Gary V. And I I just thought it was really, really cool to work all the hours you possibly could. But it got to a stage where I was just exhausted and I just couldn't do it. So is this something that you see your clients come to you where they've got to that stage where perhaps they're like, this isn't working for me. What's wrong with me? Yeah, for sure. So definitely in the startup, like I think there is that kind of hustle in the beginning, right? And like for some people, they can get away with not hustling, but there is that element to it, you know, but it's balancing it out with a bit of self-care and a bit of recovery. I certainly see women who have been hustling for a long time and that becomes a normal pace. And it is this kind of masculine way of performing in business. And that's what we're taught. And that's what we see. But if you don't have energy, like I see energy as a huge edge in your business because you are your business, how your body performs, how your mind performs is your business, right? Essentially, we don't realize that day to day. And so we can do things which drain our energy and which means we don't perform as well, which we're not doing our best work. We're not doing our most creative work. And it's something that really creeps on us so slowly. Like we don't realize that we're tired. Like I know for me, it's so in my first clinic, I hit burnout. And I didn't realize initially because it just crept up on me so slowly. I didn't realize that I was getting more and more tired until eventually I was really tired. And then I'd have to have a nap during the day and living off coffee and M&Ms and stuff like that. But a couple of my vices. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. And so 
you get to the point where, yes, it could be burnout or it could be this where you're stuck in this place where you're really not getting as much done. You're feeling a bit stuck in your business. You're feeling a bit stuck in your life. And so you're always kind of trying to catch up on the weekends or catch up in the evening. So you're working later and it becomes this cycle. And for a lot of people, they can stay stuck in that. But that seems like the kind of the modus operandi, do you know what I mean, for your business? Like you feels like that's the way it's got to be. But when you have the energy and you have the mental power or the brain power, you just do better work in a faster time. When we are in those earlier days of business, because I think, would you agree that there, there can be a bit of a shift? And I think as we start to grow the business, we can perhaps bring on other people to help with different things. I've certainly found in my experience, I would say I work less now than I did in the earlier stages, even though my business is is bigger. So when we are in those first year or so of business and we really are the person doing everything, what's your advice to be able to manage their energy and not suffer from the burnout and the exhaustion? How do we figure out like where the energy goes, what to focus on, how much to work when there's just so much to do? Perhaps people are also managing a full-time or part-time job somewhere else as well as they grow their, their business on the side. Well, one interesting thing to know is that burnout is not just about working longer hours. It's actually more the psychological stress, the emotional roller coaster that drains us more. And so we can put like a recovery plan in place. Like when you look at athletes, they put the most intense stress on themselves physically, mentally and emotionally, yet they're champions. You know, like I said, they put themselves under intense stress, but they have a recovery plan to make them champions. So they have sleep, they have self-care, they have nutrition. They make it as important as their training. Like I remember hearing this woman, Diana Castor, she's an athlete, an ex-Olympian from the US. And she said when she became a champion, it wasn't training more that made her the champion. It was the fact that she took, you know, she slept more, she ate better food. Like she took that part of self-care more seriously And that elevated her to the next level. And so I think with burnout, because, you know, one part is obviously when you're tired, your body needs to sleep, like it needs to rest. Like there's no two ways about it. But the psychological stress is the biggest one. And it's that, you know, that entrepreneur journey, which is like that roller coaster of up and down, (laughs) right? And so if you can put things in place to offset that, so putting your own kind of recovery plan together. And, you know, a couple of things that I always say is like, The one thing that I get the most pushback on, and it's the one thing that I say, if I could put it into a capsule, it would, you know, resolve so many issues in people's lives, is sleep, getting to bed by 10 p.m. Because often I see with women who are, you know, kind of burning the candle at both ends, is that eventually there's hormonal changes in the body, which to be repaired, we need to sleep. Like, we just need to sleep. We can't avoid that. And so obviously the times when you need to work back late, but the times that you don't really, you need to prioritize sleep and getting to bed by 10 p.m. to get those couple of hours before midnight, before 1 a.m. to get that hormonal repair. And, you know, and prepping for bed and not being on your phone and winding down and not kind of collapsing into bed at night. Because deep sleep is where most of our healing occurs. And it's where our brain detoxifies, our willpower chemicals, they replenish while we're sleeping. Like all this good stuff happens if we get that time. What would you say to someone that's perhaps in the habit right now of, of working really late at night and then dropping into bed and then waking up quite tired? What would be your advice to them to start perhaps 
exploring making a shift there so they are going to bed a bit earlier like how do they how do they do that yeah so I normally say like set an alarm on your phone like half an hour before to to remind you to start winding down for bed because one of the things that I see with entrepreneurs is that they'll feel tired and then they get to a point where they've they've got kind of like that second wind where they've got oh, energy yeah, I know again. The one. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, you know, that's when stress hormones kick back in. And so that keeps you awake. And so that's, that's going to eventually drain your energy, make you more tired and make you more prone to anxiety and overwhelm and all the stuff that really blocks your you know, performance and productivity and creativity. So I'd say, you know, put an alarm on your phone. And if you're going to bed at like 1am, say for example, then, you know, try to get to bed by 11.30 p.m. Like, try to take the hours back slowly so it doesn't feel like... Because for some women, they'll jump into bed at 10 and go, I can't sleep. Like, so I'm used to going to bed at 1. So the, the, the circadian rhythm's all out. So go to bed like an hour earlier or an hour and a half earlier and eventually get it to 10 p.m. And you want to set your alarm at 9.30 p.m. to remind you, get off your device, wind down, have a cup of tea, maybe read a book or talk to your partner or something that's not on that's going to stimulate the brain. Yeah, that's great advice. That's great advice. Well, how do you look at productivity? Because I think that also comes into play is though the idea that, well, I have to, I have to be busy. I have to be productive. I have to be doing things. How do you differentiate and perhaps help your, your students in your programs, your clients differentiate between work that actually isn't that important it's just busy work because we feel perhaps that need to always be productive versus the work that actually matters i guess from a business marketing perspective you really need to know your priorities like what are the things that are really going to bring you the goals in your business you know clients and profit etc so you really got to look at the big stuff but i think people get caught up in the busyness because of almost the anxiety behind it because I'm not busy because I remember being like this in the beginning. Like I remember my first clinic setting it up and my partner was like, why are you, you don't even have any clients yet. What are you so busy working on? I'm like, no, I've got to put all these plans together. And I felt like if I wasn't doing something, then it's not going to be successful and it's going to be, you know, you know, it's going to be bad and it's going to look bad on me and whatever the stuff that was going through my mind at the time. But what's interesting, like I remember um, reading this quote, there's a, a guy called Dushan Jukic, he wrote this book, Straight Line Leadership, and he said that we get so distracted and we're very unproductive. And he said one hour of uninterrupted work is equivalent to three hours work. Three hours of interrupted focus is only equivalent to one hour of work. And so our mind doesn't fully engage into our work when we're constantly distracted. But it's also, I see it in women who don't have the mental concentration, don't have that mental energy because they're exhausted and so they're starting one thing and then as soon as it gets challenging they're like okay I'll leave that for now I'm going to pick up something else work on that this is what I say to my students I'm like do the hard stuff first not the fun stuff because when stuff gets hard it's like oh well I'll just go it's almost like a sugar hit I'll just go do some of that the more fun like do a little design in Canva or check my social media versus just doing that real important work <laughs> yeah when women get tired they may not even realize it but they're just doing the basics they're just doing the get by work they're not doing not building new ideas and not implementing new things in their business because they don't have the mental capacity they'll often say oh, I just feel overwhelmed thinking about it and that's when they're tired I love how you talk about the recovery plan it's like we need a recovery plan for entrepreneurs we've looked at the sleep and we've looked at 
identifying some of the maybe the busy work versus actually just really focused work. Is there anything else that you think should go in that recovery plan? Definitely. So you're looking at, well, first of all, I always say, get a checkup with your doctor, have a look at your pathology test, because there's going to be some imbalances in there, right? I work with people, I see imbalances all the time. And the problem is, is like, if you just go to a GP, like, you know, unless there's some real pathology markers. So even when you've got suboptimal function, they're not going to really say anything about them. They're not going to see it because it's within their range, right? But suboptimal function will mean that it's already impacting your day-to-day life like the way that you perform at work, the way that you are like women at home, like women that run business in their home with their kids and they're snapping at their kids and they can't control it, right? And so I would say get a checkup first, like things like iron and thyroid and adrenals and gut and liver, all of that will affect how your body creates energy, okay, for one. And then you want to look at like basic nutrition, right? Like, because I think when you start to get tired, you're going to go for things that are, a quick energy hit. It's just basic biochemistry in your body when your body's tired and often, because I see a lot of women with adrenal fatigue or HPA axis dysfunction and their sugar levels are all over the place and so they have a lot of cravings for sugar. And that's just the way it is in adrenal fatigue because the body can't regulate the glucose levels that well. And so the first thing I say is don't fast because I know a lot of women do a lot of fasting. So when you're exhausted, do not fast because it will make it harder for your body to recover. You need the nutrition. You need to add the good stuff in in order to repair a lot of the processes in the body and obviously correct any imbalances, any nutrient deficiencies. But diet-wise, I mean, try to take some of the sugar out the best you can because that is only going to give you highs and lows throughout the day. Making sure, like I always say, like eat regular meals throughout the day. So I find women, they don't feel hungry in the morning. They'll have the coffee, they'll work, and then come in the afternoon, they've just kind of hit a wall, right? And they're really tired and they crash and they want the sugar, they want the coffee or the chocolate, whatever it is. And so to have the regular meals throughout the day to keep the energy and sugar levels really, really stable. And so that tends to get rid of a lot of the highs and lows, but also a lot of the anxiety because anxiety, I see anxiety and overwhelm as probably one of the biggest interrupters to our productivity. Let's talk about that because I don't feel like I get super overwhelmed. I certainly do get anxious. I know that a lot of people in my community and my programs often use the word overwhelm. Can you talk to us about this and where it comes from and what we actually mean when we're using these words quite often? So I often, I ask this question to women in my community, anxiety, overwhelm, and they use it interchangeably, right? So anxiety or overwhelm is when there's just a busy mind, basically. And so it's a case of not executing but thinking more about what you need to do and sometimes there's this constant like I was just saying this to a client this morning some people have this like echo in the background of what they need to do and for some people it's like a marching band in their head and they can't hear anything else they can't get any other ideas of what to do they're just like churning through their to-do list or what needs to happen or what could go wrong or the what-if scenarios and if something has gone wrong then the judgment and the all of that stuff that's happening. So it's that emotional roller coaster. <laughs> we all know that one. <laughs> We've all taken a ride on that one. Oh, yes. <laughs> Many and rides. It's not fun. It's the worst ride. <laughs> I think I always say to my clients, like when you feel overwhelmed, just take note that it's happening in your head. It's not because of your to-do list. Like quite often we think, 
oh, it's because of everything I have to do in a day. Like you can only get so much done in a day. Absolutely. Right. There's like, yeah. unless you're planning 20 million things and yeah, you're going to feel stressed because you're not going to get that done in a day. That's not going to happen. So there's a time thing, but just to be aware that quite often when we're overwhelmed, there's less action and there's more thinking. Mm, okay. Yeah, that's helpful. Like for some women, there's certain habits that they get into. Like there's certain things that we, you know, someone might stress about finances. Someone might stress about, I don't know how they're performing in their business. Like everyone has something that they overthink about. And it's really becoming aware of what that is for you because that will secretly be kind of churning in the background. So one of the things, you know how I said that it's not so much working longer hours, it's the emotional roller coaster that burns us out. And so they're found through like brain scans, fMRI scans, that if we have a negative thought for like up to a minute, minute and a half, we will activate stress hormones, we will lower our happy brain chemistry, we will activate genes in our body that have been silent. I mean, this is really just like a couple of minutes of a bad thought. And so our thinking really changes our biochemistry, which really changes how we perform. And what happens to our body? Like if our body has energy, if our body has clarity and clear thinking and is intuitive and we can execute and, or whether we're just going to be overwhelmed and anxious and fall in a heap every time something goes wrong. So what would you say if someone comes to you or they, they say, look, I'm just feeling really, really overwhelmed at the minute. What's your advice? What, what's kind of the next thing that perhaps they should do or not do or think? Or... I do two things. Like, first of all, I clean up the diet because there's a lot of things that they're doing which will trigger more anxiety or overwhelm. And like I said, the fluctuations in blood sugar levels, the hormones, like all of that plays quite a big role. So if you can, that's why I said if you can have the regular meals and you can take out some of the sugar and you know not wake up in the morning and have a coffee on an empty stomach, that in itself will already change your levels of anxiety and overwhelm, that in itself. And the other thing is like I, I really dig deeper into what's causing anxiety for them because a lot of the time we don't realize how much our thinking creates how we feel rather than actually what's happening in our business. Right, so it's really interpretation, right? And it's really what we carry around in our mind. So I do a bit of training. It's more like, I guess you could call it education around how we use our minds and how these things come to play rather than trying to, I mean, definitely we need to do things to improve productivity in our business. But unless you can improve your own productivity, it's very hard to make an impact in your business. Yeah, it's so true. I found um, changing, I've been doing some work on some different things and things that might make me feel a little anxious and um, recognizing the thought that I have and then being like, actually, what if I thought this instead? And I've even just found that quite powerful in then my response to that and how I feel. So you're so right when you when you say kind of it's almost recognizing the thoughts that we are having about these different things, the things that we're telling ourselves as well. So I think for a lot of people, they can't catch their thinking because we have so many thoughts, right? And some of it's habitual that's always there that we don't even notice anymore. But you can always tell by the way that you feel. So if you're feeling crappy, you're having crappy thinking. If you feel happy, you have happy thinking. Like, and we don't always need to analyze it, I think. You know, I was just talking to a client this morning and who had a lot of fatigue because of her moods. And when we kind of broke it down, like, you know, if it wasn't for her thinking, she wouldn't have so much judgment on everything that she did in a day. And so she'd feel great. She'd feel great yeah. about herself and great about what she was doing. <laughs> so if it wasn't for some of our thinking, we would actually feel pretty good. And so it's good to recognize that, like, you know, when our thinking changes, we feel better. 
So anything else to look at when it comes to really optimizing ourselves, optimizing our body to be able to optimize our business? Is there anything else that you wanted to mention with that? Well, I always say like, you know, I look at optimizing your body, optimizing your mind and optimizing yourself, you know, to really optimize your business. Because like I said, you know, your energy impacts, you know, it's such a big currency in your business. So without that, so there's many different things. But like I said, the pathology test is definitely where I'd start to correct imbalances then you want to look at good nutrition and like I focus a lot on hormones, gut, adrenal, liver and all that kind of system repair and then doing some education and some training around mindset mindset work to really get an edge on that because that's your edge in business. Like what's that quote by, um, is it Warren Buffett? He said, if you can't control your emotions, you can't control your money. Yeah, oh, I haven't heard that, but it's so like business is just the biggest mindset experience adventure challenge, isn't it? It's just wow, so much. Yeah, and they always say business is the best personal development course. Yeah, <laughs> but it is right. You get to see more of your um, just more of your beliefs, more of your limiting beliefs. Would you like to share before we wrap up even a, a story of one of your clients that the, the changes that you've seen in them, perhaps if someone's listening is like, this, this sounds great, but I don't think it's possible for me. I don't think this is going to help. I think I just am going to be overwhelmed. Like what, what's some transformations that you've seen and, and the changes they've made in their business and, and personally? So I like to give extreme examples because I know a lot of women are sitting there going, oh, it won't work for me, but that is so much worse. So yeah. That is, right? <laughs> so if it worked for them, then yeah, it's got to work, work for me. Right? <laughs> so I had a client who had extreme anxiety and panic attacks where she'd have to be hospitalized for three days at a time in emergency. Yeah. And she was running her own business. So obviously massive impact to a business when you're out. And this went on and off for years. And we worked together, corrected her hormones, corrected her gut, her liver, did the mindset stuff. So the combination of those two, she didn't have any more panic attacks. She never ended up in hospital again. And I check in on her to see how she's going. Still going well, no panic attacks, no anxiety. The worries that she used to have are kind of like that echo in the background rather than the marching band in her head. And it's changed her relationship with her husband, with her children, because she had so much anxiety around that and obviously in her business she's doing more in her business she's got firmer boundaries she's taking on the people that she wants she's not taking on the others like it just it changed everything yeah so that's an extreme example because not a lot of people end up in emergency with panic attacks you know so that's quite a big transformation and then you know I've had other entrepreneurs who get so down that they spend days on the couch crying and because they're exhausted you know and then coming through that to the other side, being able to, you know, expand their business, buy other businesses, like just take a lot more on and be super productive. Thank you for sharing because it's, I often find like personally, I find it helpful and inspiring to hear those stories and examples of other people that have been able to work through things. So thank you so much for sharing and thank you for so generously sharing so much great information and some really great places that people can explore. And for me to keep in mind when I'm, you know, we're always looking at how we can look after our bodies and optimize them, remember things that sometimes we know, but we've forgotten. So thank you, Vesna, so much for being here and for sharing. Where can everyone go to find you and connect with you? So they can go to my website on vesnahurso.com. I was also going to give a body and business energy reboot kit. So it's got the pathology tests in there if they want to go take that into their GP, also where they can order it online if they don't want to go into their GP. So that's all kind of in this little kit, which your people can have. 
And where's that? Just on your website, though, people will find it? Yeah, I can give it if you want to add it as a link. Perfect. Okay, everyone listening, go to the links and it will be there. So generous. (laughs) Thank you, Vesna. You're welcome. Thank you so much. This has been great. This episode is brought to you by my free online masterclass, why your marketing isn't making you sales and what to do about it. You'll learn how to get heard and seen in this noisy online world and stop being invisible. How to fill your audience with the right people. People who will love your content and will actually buy your products, services, or programs. And how to consistently turn your followers into raving customers without being fake or salesy. This free masterclass is perfect if you're about to launch your business or you're a small business owner. Register now at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. That's emilyosmond.com forward slash free. And remember, until next time, connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.